Welcome to the Jen and Gina Show, the podcast where we take you on an exciting adventure through the heart and soul of the Western industry. We are here to inspire, uplift, and empower women who are chasing their dreams in the Western world. Thanks for listening. Welcome to podcast number 12 of the Jen and Gina show. Today we're going to talk about cattle. How are you, Gina? I'm doing pretty good, Jen. How are you? Good. So how's Grace and Gratitude showing up for you this week? Well, last week we went to the Silver State International Rodeo down in Winnemucca, Nevada for the high school. And uh, we had a horse get hurt right before we took off. So I'm very thankful for all of our great neighbors up here for you for letting me use a laser and Donna Heinen for coming over and doctoring every day and Danny Kelzer for helping out too. So I am very appreciative of our good neighbors around here. Oh, that's awesome. And, yeah. uh, and the horse is doing better? Yes, very, very much better. It's completely almost filled in and it, it's really good. So yes, no, it's, I think he's not lame at all. So very thankful there. That's awesome. <laughs> yes, that's good. <laughs> yeah. How about you? What's grace and gratitude look like for you? Um, yeah, I am learning to give myself a little bit of grace in the travels and things. And, um, you know, some, at sometimes the ropings go really well or rope and goes really well. Then sometimes my brain just doesn't show up. So and those times are getting less and less. So therefore, I'm grateful and have the gratitude towards that. And when it doesn't, I just need to have the grace and space for myself to say, okay, you're still healing. You're working on it, being open to other uh, avenues and opportunities to heal my brain, but, um, to keep moving forward. So, yeah, no, that's really good. That's hard to do, but yes, it's, I'm glad it's getting better and better for sure. Yes. It's definitely getting better and better. It's just, sometimes you're like, okay, is it something, you know, what, what happened? Why did that happen? And sometimes it's just, it just, just is, <laughs> it just is. And you just need to rope, go and rope the next one. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, oh gosh. If we could all learn that, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> It's not easy, but it's hard, but, but it's, it's so true, right? Yes. No, for sure. It's, uh, I mean, kind of like on our topic here, the cattle draw, like if you don't draw good, you just got to go and enter the next one and, and go rope it. Cause it could be the good one. It could be the good one. Right. Yeah. And somebody before Elgin asked me segue into the cattle draw, like, okay, what do you think it's going to take to place? And I said two, five, and I don't know where I came up with it. And I was just kind of a, not a smart ass remark, but just like a, common like gut response yes right yeah and then we figured the thing and then it's gonna pay 10 i'm like okay so and it just depended on the and yeah it did it took a two five to place there right so um i think our topic of cattle and how you read cattle or record the cattle or keep track of the cattle or know when to get the cattle i think it's just a um timely topic yes no it is and i think it's a huge thing um i think there's things that are uh, very, very important and people, you know, you can, it can help you or hinder you, I guess. Yeah. And I think the other piece of it is it goes into that whole, the two, the T, the, the T column of what you can control and what you cannot control. Yes. Okay. You can't control what number, what chip they draw for you out of the hat, but you can control your response to that. You can control your, how you use that calf. I mean, a lot of things. Yes. No, for sure. And yeah, I feel like you do need to be very positive and optimistic even when you're walking over to check the draw, be like, hey, no matter what, it's going to be a good one. I'm going to make it a good one. You know what I mean? And have that positive attitude and outlook on it. And then 
check it out. Right. Um, yeah. When I go to walk up, I tell myself it's going to be the calf I need for what I need to do today. Whether that, yeah. you know, um, winning or learning or where I'm at and what I need to do. Cool. I like that um, a lot. That's how I, so how, how do you approach the cattle draw and all of those things? Um, sometimes, uh, I mean, I'll just take a little time to myself in the trailer and just think about the run I want to go make. And then I'll go check the cattle and, and, you know, kind of, and go from there. Um, I guess if I'm in the first perf and I don't know it, I'll kind of watch the calf roping or something else that's before me just to get a feel mm -hmm. of the box and the barrier and stuff. Not necessarily the cattle, but just how, you know, long it is and where it's tripping and that. Or even like at Basin City, the guy, how well he was opening the gate. How fast it like is. How fast yes. he was. It was, a, yeah. it was an awesome preferred shoot, but I want, like, he wasn't consistent in how he hit open the gate which yeah. i love prefords right prefords yeah. are by far the most consistent the most yeah. consistent yeah. even the oh where we were elder and they had a brand new shoot and i think it was a ww and i'm like they're just not as nice as a preferred yeah yeah <laughs> and yeah just get that feel and then mm -hmm. and then getting so your eyes are watching what it you know and where and every shoots i mean most preverts are the same but yet some have different shadows or you know mm -hmm. where the lights are what you can see what you can't see how and, the lead up is Yep, exactly. Or at Tenasket where they have, I'm pretty sure they have a preferred. I can't remember, but then they put that post right there where your foot should be by the pin. Yeah. So, like, it's all a little different. Yes. Yeah. So, no, I think you just kind of go in there and, and get a feel for it. And then... Um, do you do some research yeah. on your cattle prior to, or...? I try to, like, if I know where it's at. Um I mean, I, I definitely would for sure try to see who's had it, when had it, or ask around or call around. Um, I feel here in about a month, we can just use my app and not worry about that. <laughs> I'm excited for that, right? Because it's like, well, because I felt bad the other day, maybe it was Saturday night. Oh, I went to dinner with mom and dad. Yeah. But then Scotty, somebody had messaged me for my video and I thought, oh God, I'm too late because I had left my, you know, yeah. I just, right. So I'm excited for it to have your app so that it's just there. Yes. I then go check it. Yes. Yeah. No, for sure. And I think, um, I think on that note too, like, how do you, um, I guess, what do you look for or ask for when you do ask for the draw or what it did? When I'm asking, say you drew my calf before yeah. me. Yeah. What would you ask me? I just asked for the video now. I used to ask for different things. Um, and now, now that being said, like, um, I drew Suzanne's calf at Basin City and I asked her about the calf because sure. I know what her horse, like, I know where she's at yes. in yeah. life on how she's struck all the things. Right. So, um, but most of the time I just ask for a video. Sure. Yeah. Um, because then I can, and then if the video doesn't come through or something, then I'll ask for a little bit more, but I usually just straight up, I used to ask, you know, other things, but anymore, I just ask for a video. Yeah. Good. Uh, when you're taking cattle notes for yourself, what do you, look or marker what do you track oh my gosh <laughs> so i've been in five slacks in five days plus another one two days before so six slacks within seven days and um my cattle <laughs> deteriorated by the end because i luckily was in this well of all of them i was in a second draw except one um but my cattle notes were i was doing like a, a three three so you know like average for the pen on the start and average on the run well then i was marking like a two minus and maybe that's just the pen and the cattle we had and i was like well 
like I knew what I was writing, but anybody else was looking at. So like by the end, I'm like, okay, so this calf, like the one calf I drew back, I said, it is very slow. Or I was thinking it's kept a slight, you know, I just write random things. Right. And was, I find myself doing the same thing. We're down at Wittemucke and there's like 60 some breakaway. Hours, you know? And I'm like, I get monotonous on my notes after a while. And the same thing. I was like, was that a little plus or a little minus behind the M? Like, yeah. But I hope like, that's what I like with my app. Like you have drop downs. So then it's a quick reaction, not you have to think about what to write is just pick one. Right. And it's the and same, you know, so then I feel like hopefully we can all start taking notes a little bit more consistently. No, I'm excited because I and that's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, so if somebody looked at my notes, they would think that's a two minus and a three, whereas one was just there was just two different types of cattle in the pen. Yeah. There was, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And that really probably wasn't a two minus calf, but it, it's what I marked the first one as. So yeah, so I think having that consistency consistency will be helpful. Right. And then like, um, what I do, and I think the app will help with this, like Kelsey shared her notes with me from Basin City, which was awesome. So then I went and made sure I kind of matched, made sure right. her and my notes were the same, which I was kind of like, like 80 to 90% sure, but just yes. before yeah. I, um, yeah. So do you them. watch like how they break out of the shoot and in the run or do you, I do, do you keep now. That I state? used to not, I used uh-huh. to, like, and then I will write down, um, whether they go left or right. Mm-hmm. What I ended up doing, where was I? Oh, at Big Fork. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Talk about it. So like the first calf in and he's normal. And then the second calf came, honest to God, he filled up to the top rung of the preferred shoot. He oh, was that big. He was tall. He was very tall. And they would run and I didn't like, I and I like, they would run and it'd be head duckers straight up. And the one not only was head duckers, he closed his eyes, eyes. <laughs> scrunched his head. <laughs> so I didn't know I, I, I gave up on documenting all, right. no, all I, of that. I but, saw that this last weekend as well. And I was like, oh, okay. Or they completely slow up. and Yeah, yeah. I don't do that. So I just, okay, how do they start? And like Elja and I just ended up writing, okay, are they going to be necrope? Or there was necropes. And then there was a, a couple super slow ones. And then there was some that she just had to come with, right? So I just kind of wrote that down and then what their run was. Cause there was a couple in there, which I find sometimes like they would start good and then they were slow and they would wait, you know, slow yeah. up in their run. So I think that's important to know. Yes. Yeah. And there's, and I feel like, um, some, like you said, they break hard out of the shoot and others just kind of waller or kind of mm-hmm. hit the shoot being, you know, ping pong around out of there. And, and so I think there is a little bit different on how, and, you know, even like in the steers, if they hang a horn or not, or they turn their head always, or, you know, I kind of feel like animals have their own little normal traits. Cause we have one calf right now in the breakaway of Brent's pen that will fight the shoot mm-hmm. and then not run. And yeah. then we have another one that just kids like, oh, la, 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 dead. And then just leave fires. <laughs> Every time, right? Yeah. Um, and then I asked Brad to take, there was one in that pen at Basin City that fought the shoot every time. I don't remember who had him, but like every run. Yeah. And so therefore, when they do that, those are the ones I think need to be pulled because as breakaway ropers, we have to be so aware of how much time we take in the box. Yeah. And most judges will give us some grace if the calf is fighting in the shoot, yeah. but it, we just know that that's... It so. just doesn't help the cause or anybody's... Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's harder on your horse and stuff's moving around, dinging and, dong, you know, and mm-hmm. thrashing and yeah. I yeah. Can see that for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. So I try to write down... How they start, how they run, okay. and if, like, a circle left, circle right, or yeah. if, 
Um, other than that, sometimes my note gets, and then, um, but I do think it's important to also be aware of when you ask somebody else about the calf, mm-hmm. what they think or what they don't think. Cause I was listening like how I was taking notes and then somebody, some people were behind me somewhere and taking notes and they were talking. Yeah. Which I think that is always awesome when you can do it together. Right. Right. Cause then you can have a quick conversation yes. about it. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, Oh, that's not what I saw. So I right. think that's good to be on the same wavelength as long as you ask somebody about it. Yes. And I feel like some people too, I, I don't know. I, I catch myself this way is I watch only the calf, not the horse. And some people will watch the horse and the rope or not the calf and go back and forth. So then they don't see like, is the calf really trying? Does he have his tail up in the air and just spinning? Or is he just kind of high loping, but it looks like it's fast, but it's really not. Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, you know, your eyes can only focus on so much and, I feel like some, you know, some of that you go back and forth and a lot of girls don't realize that, oh, I watched the roper then I wasn't watching the calf, you know, Mm -hmm. that whole time too, or vice versa. Um, Or thinking that they, oh, look, they came right with that calf and thinking that the calf is fast. Yes. But yet it wasn't. It was just that they came with it and their horse didn't break very hard or. Yes. Yeah. No, agreed. I, uh, yeah. And the foot patterns and how. Well, I just remember even when I rope with you, you know, we'd talk about the score and I'd be like, yeah, but I'm Maddie, I would see this, you know what I mean? And like, like it was different, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to know your horse and how they break. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I, exactly where Autumn's at right now in life, you, you just, you're like, okay, so hmm, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Cause it, um, cause it is different. It's a little different. What do you do too about like say fresh cattle or cattle that have only been maybe the first round and now this is the second round and it's a completely different time. It's a completely different temperature. Like, do you kind of go in there with the reaction and like, you know, Hey, I'm just going to stop and react to the situation if need be like, just don't, or do you just commit to your plan no matter what? No, that's a good point. Like, I think you can take all these notes and do everything, but you just got to rope the calf you have in the moment you have. And that's what I've really been trying to concentrate on, that I am going to score this calf and be present and react to it and be in the moment. So I think that is super important. But I do think you need to like, okay, be a little aware. Okay, I now watched all the tie down ropers and those calves look different than they did this morning. Mm -hmm. Good, bad, you know, you need to kind of be aware of that. Be aware of which I think goes are better, not better, but easier to get out on in which boxes. Cause I do think that changes a bunch. Um, and whether or not their pusher jacked them up, mm-hmm. you know, like is your pusher going to push them or is your pusher going to just keep them to the front? Yeah. Are you no, going to have know. somebody yeah. on their head? Like, you know, why all yeah. the things, is that why they broke the way they did? So I think, um, in a perfect scenario, how would you set it up? What type of pusher would you have on head gate, not head gate? That I probably wouldn't have anybody on the head. Um, I mean, maybe, but not, I, I don't think a person on the head actually helps because I've, I shouldn't say that. At Cedar Woolley, um, Sean Sullivan sat there and he was running the neck rope. And so he kind of like gently massaged the calf, not massaged, but like just very quietly kept the calf's head straight. Yeah. And it was awesome yeah. because they have a... You couldn't hardly see the calf, right? Um, but some people get in there and they get to poking them. And I'm like, it just makes things. Yeah. I want my calf pushed 
like you better push because I know I'm that like you need that extra. Step. I need that little extra. <laughs> I need that little extra oomph. Yes. Um, because I've had a lot of wallering calves and we've had a lot of big calves. Now, if they're tiny, right, or they're fresh, like first round, just keep them to the front. Um, nowadays, if maybe on autumn, if it's it totally walking fresh, I would um, maybe not have a pusher, but very rarely. Yeah. But at least have them up there ready to go or tail or something just so they don't go backwards and then forwards. Or Yeah. You know. Or if we're going to yeah. go backwards and forwards, I'm going to sit in the box and wait till they're not in the front, you know, so that yeah. we get at least a bang and a clang before we go. But yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think... Uh, it, I agree with the bigger type of calves. You can have a little bit stronger push. Um, and somebody that I, I like someone who uh, steer wrestlers or calf ropers who actually know how to push one out and aren't afraid to give one a push, exactly. you know, and get dirty and get in there. Um, so I think if they know how to do that, I think that's really, really helpful. And I think I have found um, having somebody like that and that, you know, is going to push it not all people push the same. No. Yes. There's a lot of, yeah. and a lot of, um, hanger on or boyfriends that are at, which we don't have, like, so when we have our slacks by ourselves, we don't have pushers. Yeah. And I get why the guys disappear hundred percent when there's a hundred break ropers in slack. Yep. But that being said, we don't have anybody that actually will push a calf. Yeah. They will just appear to be in there. Yeah. No, it, it does make a difference. I agree. And then, like you said, I'm with you on the fresh cattle. I, I don't need them really pushed. I just want them to, I just want to be on the normal reaction so I can just watch them and then go with it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, uh, I don't mind somebody on their head. Like you said, I don't want somebody holding them or poking at them or anything like that. I just want them to, to make sure they're not going to turn last minute, you know, mm-hmm. and take that step and turn. And that, and that's the only thing where I like, I do like somebody on the head just to make sure it, they don't turn their head, um, right when I nod or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, pushers do make a difference and, uh, yeah, I think all cattle can leave the shoot definitely different. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's kind of cool when a few places I've been where they've, uh, they've provided a pusher, same for everybody. It takes that, mm, that cons- it's consistent. So yes. I feel like, and, yeah. and like the ones I've seen, um, like where I was the last time, um, I think at Calgary, they, at the qualifier, they had, you know, and he did, he, he was covered in manure head to yeah. toe. Like he pushed every calf yeah. and, and, but then it's consistent. I think that's important as yeah. well. Yep. No, um, I agree. So. Yeah. I always liked having the same people at the rodeo because then you had that consistent pressure there I for do you. Too, right. Yeah. Like this last yeah. weekend, I've kind of was able to kind of get the same pusher across the board, but yes, it's, it makes a difference. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else to, on the draw or how you handle things that would be helpful to anybody else? So we've kind of talked about our pregame Yep. and then, um, Oh, let's talk about this. What do you do if I, if you draw something that's really bad? What is a bad yeah. draw? Right. Or, let's, yeah. What like, is a bad draw? Right. Well, what is a bad draw or what is our choice mm-hmm. um, and our response to that draw? Yes. I think is, I don't think we can, um, I think we get to choose how we respond to the draw. And I think my mindset usually is, is I'm going to make, no matter what it is, I'm going to make the best run that I can on this cap in this situation in this draw, because we know our breakaway cattle have been changing a bunch. Um, not changing, it's just, it's so tight. Some are just a tick better than the other. So, like, that is always my goal. Um, so, I think 
say you get a calf that goes left, right? So we can hip them, um, right? You can do a few things like that to help them a little better. I think I see a lot of times, you know, being making sure you break into the pin, like you can control your calf a little bit. And so if yeah. you know, you can use your left hand to control your calf a little bit. Yes. Yeah. So you can always make a calf a little bit better. Um, but I think having that attitude of what you're going to do and plan, um, your choice, your choice and how you respond to the situation. Yeah. Set yourself up for the next rodeo. What do you think? Yes. Agreed. I think if you, you go in there and be like, oh man, I got the worst one on them. You know, we're going to be, they were the longest and whatever. Um, that, that goes down the wrong way. But if you can take that mindset and say, okay, how can I make this calf better? How can I help my horse and get out better? How can I be more prepared to be in that shot better mm-hmm. and just take it from that? I think that will get you farther than you expect. And then when you go to nod your head, just react to the situation and make the best of it. Mm-hmm. And look and look for the opportunity within the situation. Yes. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. You, you do. And I, I feel like sometimes you can sweat and swear all about all about that, but you entered and you're there for a reason. So go do the best you can on it. And you never know, you might end up on top still. Exactly. You know? Right. Yeah. And you don't, you can't predict the outcome. You can only predict your, your response to it. Yep. Um, and then I think how, cause that can set you up for the next rodeo. Cause if you go down that rabbit hole of blah, 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 that then sets you up also for it in a different way for the next one. True. Yeah. Very true. I didn't think about that either. Yeah. No, because then you, now you're in a negative state and thought and mm-hmm. pattern instead of just being like, Hey, I did the best I can. It is what it is. Let's go rope a different one and another one. Right. That kind of, <laughs> yes. Right. That yeah. negative, that catabolic yeah. energy, it tears you down. You get that stress response. Um, those hormones linger in our bodies. Yeah. How would you, I just remember the worst calf I ever drew was when we were amateur rodeoing a sucker ran hard. I mean, hard. I drove him at six rodeos. <laughs> I couldn't get away from him. <laughs> but I mean, like every time I was like, I'm going to tear down the break barrier and just throw my Hail Mary. And every time I, he stuck his tail up at me and, you know, <laughs> and I was just like, but I mean, how would you react to that oh, situation? That suck, right. Yeah. Like, you got to have a little bit of, oh my God, that sucks. Right. Okay. Now what am I going to do about it? Yeah. And cause I, cause I feel like some of these high school kids and that sort of stuff you do, you get, I remember same thing you get in the same goats or you used to get the same, you know, cause mm-hmm. the same stock usually shows up more consistently right. sometimes at those smaller ones. And so I think, uh, like you said, just keep changing it and thinking positive and just trying different outcomes. Mm-hmm. And I do think there is some to that manifestation of not dwelling on that calf. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so yeah. And just laugh about it. Don't don't get upset about it or, you know, get, mm-hmm. I guess, right. Mm-hmm. You know, have like a different, that type of attitude. Not, I guess we're going to try it again. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Yes. No, I, I agree. Very much so. Um, cool. Anything so, else? And, no, I yeah. think that, and hopefully your app is out soon and then we can just, um, not con- concisely when that's not the right word I'm looking for have a way to track cattle yes no it will be and it's out What's in the app name? stores uh, contestant center and it is in the app stores right now um and uh yeah hopefully 
I was supposed to test a couple of things today and tomorrow and hopefully it'll be ready to rock and roll. So cool. I think it will be. So I know if I has- can, I figured out how to link the other journal. So I'm pretty sure I can link it. Oh yeah. yeah. Apps okay. Or to yeah, yeah. Our, okay. our show notes. Yep. That'd be awesome. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> yes. I'm going to, I'll try. <laughs> yep. If not, look up contestant center and uh, download it and then log in through your email and choose a package and it'll be ready for you. And you can go to your event and track all your cattle. So cool. yeah. Yeah. Maybe I can, if I can start, if I up, start uploading my, that way, and then if somebody asks for my calf, I can share it. Yes. Um, yeah, it will go. So if they just go to the event, they'll be able to see what you put in there. under. Oh, that so they won't even have to ask. Yes. Yeah. It'll be under the event and then, or they could go to your profile and look under what you've done in the contestant and what you've drawn, and then it will be there too. So if I go, where am I? Chelan. Yeah. And I see that I drew a calf that say... Um, I don't know. Somebody had at Cedar Woolley. I just would go to their name in the profile. Yep. If they put it in there, see if they put put it it in in there there. or you could search by (laughs) the event and the calf number and Uh look it up that way and it'll be that way. Um, so yeah, there's a, or you could go to, if, if you know the stock and this contractor and they have that information in there, you could search by stock and contractor too. Cool. So yeah, there's a couple different ways you can find it, but yes, for sure. If you know the contestant or the calf number, you should be able to find it. Awesome. Sounds good. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you. Well, um, everybody, don't forget to get a little gritty. Give yourself some grace and give a little gratitude. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us on our adventures today. We hope you enjoyed saddling up with us on the Jen and Gina show. Remember, success in the Western industry is all about grit, grace, and gratitude.